Alright, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Oh my god, I smell shenanigan! I have no idea what's going on, but I am excited! Yeah, baby, yeah! Ever dance with the devil in the pale Inconceivable! Cowabunga! I thought this was a party! It's two Nerskies and a podcast. With Eric and Jeff. Running down a hill to chase a bus full of gangsters, it's Two Nerdskies in a Podcast. The one show where two nerdskies come together to talk about everything pop culture and entertainment. And of course, as always, I am one of your nerdskies. This is Eric. And this is Jeff. And we are back, everybody. It has definitely been a moment. Um, it was, it, it was, it wasn't planned, I'll, I'll be honest with you. But I mean, I mean, to be fair, it's always good to take a break. Um, we definitely, it would have been nice to have some episodes pre-recorded, but maybe, you know, um, maybe not having a couple episodes for a couple weeks is probably a good thing. Who knows? But I mean, two factors played into it. One, I unfortunately had laryngitis, which is, it's kind of like getting a cold, but that sore throat ends up stealing your voice in the process. And that turned into a, like a pretty nasty head cold for a couple days. And then coincidentally, that that uh, first week led into my second week, and I was actually uh, on vacation. So I actually came back home up to Sacramento, and I got to see uh, friends, family. I got to see this knucklehead in person for over because I hadn't seen this knucklehead in over a year, and uh, we had some pretty fun shenanigans during that time too. So I was really glad I got to catch up with uh, Jeff. And I have to say, dude, you're looking very uh, you're looking good these days. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, gosh. Gosh. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, none of that is true. Uh, Eric has been holding me against my will for the last uh, year or so. And uh, uh, he forced me to do this fucking podcast. Uh, so someone please send help. I have not seen sunlight in about a year. Help. Yeah, you see here, we got this guy, his his name is Eric, he's been holding this other dude here named Jeff for like a couple, uh, a couple years or so, maybe, I, I, maybe I'm overblowing, I'm not too sure. By the way, that is my impression of Joe Bob Briggs, and uh, Jeff finally introduced me to a clip of Joe Bob Briggs, and um, you are so I may have mentioned- welcome, Joe Bob is a national treasure, Joe Bob, yeah he is, oh, yeah, he is. Come, on, come on, come on the show Joe Bob, please, <laughs> but anyways, no, in all seriousness, no, it's really good to catch up with Jeff, and I'm glad that we were able to like catch up on things, talk about some stuff, and uh, I got to actually uh, be Jeff's guinea pig, and uh, for his uh, little startup photography business, so or a little photography side gig. So um, I'm really glad those pictures turned out pretty good. And um, if anyone follows me on like Instagram, I whenever I get those pictures, I may share some of those or one of those pictures may become my uh, profile pic. I'm not too sure yet. So uh, but yeah, I really appreciate um, being your guinea pig. And I was grateful that I got to be uh, one of your first subjects. Yeah, you should be used to it by now. <laughs> All right. So um, let us let's get into this. It's been like I said, a couple weeks, and we are finally back to do a new episode, and it is the first time we are going to dive into the works of one Chan Kong Song, a.k.a. known wide to the world, Jackie Chan. Uh, 
if you've never seen one of his movies, you have at least heard of him. You've probably seen clips of his movies on YouTube. One of the greatest action stars ever, like a pioneer of Hong Kong action cinema. One of the best like martial arts action stars ever. Um, obviously, of course, he's got Rush Hour. He's got Meals on Wheels. He's got uh, Operation Condor. He's got uh, Armor the of God. The Spy Next Door. The Spy Next Door. Everyone's favorite. Uh, the Tuxedo. Um, oh, my God. The I Medallion. forgot about that movie. <laughs> oh, my. I totally remember seeing commercials for that back in the day. Holy shit. I think yeah. I... I think I saw a trailer for that attached to fucking Master of Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Master of Disguise. Um, so anyways, so let, we are going to start off this. We're reviewing one of his, well, reviewing. We're going to talk about one of his all-time classic movies ever made, and that is the movie Police Story, which was released in 1985. And I know there's a little bit of a production history behind it. Shit ton of stunts. But um, Jeff, I wanted to start off with this by asking, because you had told me prior to reviewing this, um, you had a confession to tell me. And Jeff, why don't you tell everyone your confession? So pretty much the only Jackie Chan movies I have ever seen are some of his domestic releases. And, and by domestic, I mean for dumbass american like me uh so i i saw the rush hour movies um i got dragged to the the spy next door and that was that was not fun Wait, uh you got you got dragged to that like who dragged you to that movie i think it was i'm trying to remember i think i was seeing a friend from high school and she really wanted to go see the fucking spy next door for some reason and I'm like, okay, this should be fun. And I would, I, I just remember sinking into my seat, just feeling so empty and sad. That uh, wait, wasn't that like one of his few Disney movies? I don't it think like even, I don't think it was even Disney, but I mean, it was the exact same plot structure as the fucking Pacifier with Vin Diesel. Yeah, it, this sounds like a Disney movie. I mean, it was that and Around the World in 80 Days, which is... Yeah, I never. I remember seeing there. commercials for it, but I, I never saw it. Uh, I did. I, actually, I think the last current movie of his that I saw was uh, The Foreigner. I think it was directed by Martin Campbell, and that movie's yeah. awesome. It, yeah, it's, I mean, like, so just a preference, Jackie, I think he's looking up here. He is 67 years old. Holy um, shit. And he's still doing this, so he is... Oh yeah this guy is still kicking ass to this day i'm very impressed with how the amount of physical out. therapy that man must have to go through especially well, now. it's funny because he's i mean basically he is he has injured himself all over his body did you know that he has a hole in his head from one of his stunts i'm not surprised well i heard uh like we'll, we'll uh we'll definitely talk about the uh uh the stunt later when we when we get into that but the uh the big uh, money shot in police story. I heard he got really fucked up during a uh, while, while performing that stunt. Um, I think I know the stunt you're talking about, but um, yeah, so, uh, we're not kidding. Jackie has basically injured himself, maimed himself. He has done everything to his body and yet he is still alive. It is quite incredible. Like how he's turned out. I actually um, have uh, actually have his uh, autobiography that, I really need to. I really need to read that thing because it. Because uh, I've heard ex like uh, little portions of it, 
Mm-hmm. I think uh, there was a video uh, James Rolfe posted where he was just talking about random books he had. And uh, he was describing some segments uh, from Jackie Chan's uh, from Jackie Chan's book. And he was just detailing how this uh, uh, when he was like still in uh, uh, whatever uh, program he was to uh, to hone his skills and how they didn't have enough money or they only had enough money to go from uh, to basically ride the bus. But they really wanted to eat something because they the the school that they were attending did not feed them pretty much at all. Mm-hmm. And and so when they decided to eat something, they snuck onto the bus. And by the time uh, they were caught, essentially, they had to do essentially what was performed in. Uh, I mean, not not exactly the same, but uh, from what I've heard, the uh, part of the bus stunts in Police Story were inspired by that personal experience Jackie Chan had. Mm, I could okay. I could be I could be totally wrong on that. I'm basing that off off a uh, foggy memory so if i'm talking out of my ass you know feel free to call me out on that but for, from what i remember i think that's part of the part of the story i mean again there's there's so many stories that um that jackie has told or whatnot and we can probably go all day with this but um this the story behind police story itself so basically so jackie actually um tried to break out early into the Hollywood scene in the eighties and it didn't pan out. So he was started in a movie called the protector. Um, I think it was, I'm not sure what year it was. Oh, 1985. So this actually was a year before police story um, or whatnot, but essentially he had a really bad experience and the movie did not pan out as he helped it, as he hoped it would in uh, America. And so because of the failure of that movie, he went back to Hong Kong and started working on the film and police stores essentially um, the result. And I have to say, uh, so this is the first time I've watched Police Story and Jeff's as well. And so, really, yeah, this is my that's, first time watching it. That is surprising. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I had I had probably seen some of the stunts on YouTube, but I'd never seen the entire movie in its um, entirety um, as itself. So um, this was this was definitely uh, a treat to watch, and I. I I think it's one of it's definitely one of Jackie's best movies. Um, I've seen Project Day. That is a fan, fantastic fucking movie. Um, obviously, I, I mean, like Jeff, I grew up watching Jackie through most of his American stuff. So like Rush Hour, Shanghai Noon with Owen Wilson. Wow, Jackie Chan. Um, and then you have oh, uh, Shanghai Nights. And then, of course, uh, Around the World in 80 Days, Spy Next Door, Tuxedo, Medallion those movies but i had never really watched any of his hong kong work his original stuff so watching police story was uh quite a treat because it you got to see jackie really doing jackie and um i i yeah this movie is by far like one of his best movies and from what i understand jackie has said that this is his all-time favorite movie he's worked on i believe it I I absolutely believe it because I mean it's not only the fact that he's putting himself through all these rigorous stunts and fight scenes, it's the fact that he's directing too. Oh and yeah, I, I'm pretty. I think he wrote it too. So I could not even fucking imagine having all those like having that massive 
that massive weight on your shoulder. Especially with, especially because you, you know, like you said, he's not only he's starring it, he wrote it and he directed it. Um, and he was short on, he, yeah, short on producing it, but still like having to do pretty much triple duty on a film. I mean, you want to talk about directors who have done like multiple things. Like, um, I'll use Zack Snyder's recent movie, army of the dead. I mean, not only did he write and direct that movie, I believe he also produced it and he was his own cinematographer on that film. So the man is a, so the man is definitely multi-talented as is I mean, a director is a director is always a filmmaker. And, you know, Jackie, he is out there like he is doing the stuff for your entertainment. That's why he's injured his body so many times, because he wants to make sure you get the best uh, action experience possible. And police story is definitely proof of that. And so, Jeff, I'm going to ask you the question. uh, What did you think of police story? It was fucking awesome. (laughs) Which it is. It's really fucking awesome. I mean, what uh, what really surprised me was, uh, I mean, obviously the the action is fucking unbelievable. It's uh, like knowing knowing that it's all practical, knowing that it's it's real people like doing these stunts by and risking their lives constantly. And I mm-hmm. think even uh, uh, shit. I think even the uh, uh, in the at the end of the opening action sequence, when those three stuntmen crashed through the bus windows, apparently the bus was parked too close, and uh, because they were supposed to land on the car, and the bus, uh, the bus wasn't uh, close enough to the car, so they hit the pavement, and that wasn't really planned. So apparently, those stuntmen got really injured uh, during oh. uh, during that sequence, and uh, later on during the final fight in the mall. Apparently, with uh, when it came to the glass, they uh, they normally would have used a thinner type type of glass to uh, you know for uh, for the protection of the actors. But I believe it's sugar glass, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it, yeah, but it wasn't giving the uh, the proper effect that uh, that Jackie was looking for. So they used glass that was twice as thick. Ooh, that's gonna cut you up pretty good, if I'm not mistaken. A hundred percent. So I believe this movie has the reputation. I think it has the Guinness world record for most glass broken in a film. And as a result, this movie is also nicknamed glass story, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And especially when you watch the film, just to see just um, how much glass is broken, you'll believe that statement. But again, Jackie does it. Jackie makes sure that those are like hard hits and he'd make sure it's all done for your entertainment, folks. Um, be fucking grateful for Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess the basic, the basic plot of this is pretty simple. It's, there's a botched, uh, there's a botched thing. Uh, Jackie is, um, Jackie is this like, um, like he's, no, he's like this. He, I wouldn't say a rogue cop, but he definitely like, he's used to doing things. I mean, well, he's by the book, but he's also like, um, He's a loner kind of cop and he does things um, that are that um, his superintendent would definitely frown upon. Um, But he's basically assigned to protect this witness. um, And then, you know, hijinks ensue from there. And why don't we start off with that opening stunt? Because holy shit, Jesus. I I rewatched that scene a couple of times, just really 
Because for one, just look at the expressions on Jackie's face. It's like you can just tell there's so much fucking adrenaline going through this guy's body right now. And because, I mean, especially that uh, that sequence where he's uh, like where he's like dangling off the edge of the bus with with the umbrella. <laughs> oh, God, that was it, so like, holy uh. he could have slipped. The umbrella could have snapped. Anything could have happened and not. And on top of that, that uh, that moment when he's he's dangling off the side and he has to quickly raise his legs up so the car doesn't hit him. Again, if anything is off, that car hits him at full, I'm assuming, full speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jackie's well, no. fucking madman, dude. Again, he does it for your entertainment, folks. Um, I'm going to be saying that quite a bit. Well, no, you want to talk about craziness. So it so it starts off in a shanty town. And so when, when the sting is busted, essentially, you know, the cops have a shootout with the gangsters. Uh, the gangsters try to escape, but their exits blocked off. So how do they escape through the fucking shanty town itself? And it's, and they basically destroy the shanty town in the process. They are driving through the shanty town down a hill and you, and those are real cars and those are real people on the roof of those shanty town, like, uh, homes, like trying to run for their fucking lives. And, uh, I mean, obviously it's a shanty town used for the movie, but still like, that's not fake. That is real hard stunt work right there and like oh so sorry go ahead go ahead ahead. i mean yeah i was just gonna say like going back to to jackie's directing i mean when uh, when those cars are smashing through those buildings i mean he's getting these gorgeous wide shots oh yeah and it uh and i don't know if uh do you know if jackie was driving the car the entire time like when it was going down the hill that i do not know actually um, but, but it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't Jackie. surprise me in the least. Uh-huh. Again, because it's Jackie. Because Jackie is that, you know, he... Well, we should preface. Jackie is a perfectionist when it comes to uh, his movies. Like, he wants to make sure that you're getting the absolute best performance, the absolute best stunt work, the absolute best everything for your entertainment, folks. <laughs> so now that, um, now, like, now that I think about it, Jackie is kind of like an action movie version of Charlie Chaplin. Well, he's essentially inspired by, you know, the silent film era. Like one of his main influences is Buster Keaton, if I'm not mistaken. So, so much, so, so much. So so like they're in in project. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but in project a, in in project a, there's a scene where he falls. So he's hanging off a clock tower and uh, he falls. He ends up falling from the clock tower like he's dangling from the clock tower and just falls from uh, the from the clock tower and like falls through. Like I remember seeing um, that, yeah, yeah, the umbrella or whatnot, and just like hits the ground. That's a real hard hit. So much show they show it like three fucking times just to show. Oh yeah, that's Jackie really taking the fall or someone taking the fall. Apparently, but uh, apparently he had to do that stunt like three times. And again, folks, he does it for your entertainment. Um, Show the man some respect. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, Jackie. Is, so Jackie's character. Uh, Sar- I'm looking at his name. It is Sergeant Kevin Chan Kakui. Uh, we're just gonna call him Jackie for the rest of this movie because because oh, um, we're not gonna fucking remember much. But yeah, so Jackie. You know, 
what what's crazy is that so leading up to stopping the bus um and the guys flying through the windows like he runs down that really steep hill and like at one like at, at no point are you like oh jack is gonna run down that hill fine like that hill's pretty fucking steep he could have easily like one small one wrong footstep and he's gonna, he's gonna be tumbling down and he might break his neck in the process like jesus jackie he <laughs> jackie's fucking crazy I, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest I mean, you know, one wrong move on pretty much anything throughout this movie. Any of the fucking stunts. Dead. Absolutely. Well, it, it's Jackie Chan, so like anything is. Jeez. I'm like, oh, Jackie, you've hurt yourself so many times in all your movies. Like, oh, how do you, how do you, how are you still fucking alive after all of this time? It's incredible, and you're and you're 67. So, like, and he's yeah, still Jackie, fucking doing it. Yeah, and he's still doing it. Although I will say, I think because you watched The Foreigner, and I've I've seen The Foreigner too. I I did like that too. Would you say he used a stunt double for that movie? Because he is getting up there in age. Maybe for a couple of shots, but I mean the the way that they it's been a while since I've seen it. But from what I remember, uh, the way that they shot it, you definitely see Jackie's face uh, during a, during a lot of the more uh, you know action oriented scenes and uh actually well, I think he's definitely still doing his own fight scenes if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah no absolutely and I'm I'm sure I'm sure maybe for things like like high jumps or like maybe certain uh certain fighting fighting maneuvers that's maybe mm-hmm. he's not able to do as well anymore maybe for like if I had to guess like small inserts with a stunt double but I could be totally wrong because oh for one it's Jackie fucking Chan. I don't want to un- I don't want to underestimate the man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like so much so that he has his own, he has his own stunt team that's known as the Jackie Chan stunt team, and they are worldwide known for their stunts. Uh, you have to be very you have to be like at the top of your game to be even considered part of Jackie Chan's stunt team. Like, oh, like they know exactly how you know exactly how Jackie thinks. They know exactly how Jackie works. They know exactly what Jackie expects of them. If you're not even nowhere near this, like you are not even considered part of the team. Like the team is very prestigious and they absolutely like fucking nailed it for this movie. Like again, all the stunts, um, everything there. And then to the freaking bus. I mean, yeah, for everything from the shantytown, uh, escape to the bus chase to the fight scene, uh, the final fight in the mall, like they are in tip top form in this movie. I, I it is very impressive. I mean, we'll definitely get into the mall scene later. But what I really want to touch about, or really want to touch on, is um, so Jackie. Obviously, he is not just known for his action. He is known for implementing comedy into his movie and or into his work. And I have to say, um, <laughs> the comedy in this movie it's definitely aged, but it's still pretty fucking hilarious. I have to say. Um, Especially when we get to, so especially when he first, um, so when he's assigned to protect Selena, that's the mob boss's um, girlfriend that he is assigned to protect. So she like, she doesn't want him like in her apartment. So she's trying to like be by herself. And so what Jackie does, (laughs) what Jackie does is he, he gets one of his buddies from uh, the police and uh, has him masquerade as a fake assassin trying to kill her. And uh, basically, she does everything. Basically, she 
um, doesn't know the difference. And she just proceeds to kick the guy's ass. And then Jackie runs in and pretends to fight him. But like, what's funnier is that like, she's knocked the guy out and Jackie pretends is like, like, uh, Oh no, everything's fine. I'm going to, it's all right. I got him. I got him. And, uh, she tries to, she just tries to, uh, beat him. And, uh, and Jackie's like, no, he's okay. And he like, he lifts his arm up. The guy goes limp. So, <laughs> uh, man, it's pure comedy gold at its finest. Uh, the assassin, the assassination attempt. I think what uh, what surprised me most, because uh, again, I knew jack shit about this movie going into it, and what really caught me off guard were uh, were certain segments that were that didn't orient, didn't uh, surround itself around action. It was just it was just comedy, pure comedy, and it was really well done. And I think it only uh, further showcased Jackie's talent. You know, not. You know, because not only is he probably the greatest stunt, uh, you know, the greatest stunt performer in all the film, but this dude's physical comedy is on fucking point. The uh, so there, there's that scene through, uh, uh, you know, he uh, he brings Celine home, uh, you know, because he thinks that uh, just being at his apartment will be a lot safer. But then once he gets there, <laughs> know this is going. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't realize that it's forgot it's his birthday and his girlfriend <laughs> is there and just gets all pissed off at him because she's like remember selena like was like dressed in laundry she's kind of dressed in like night gowns and stuff she looks like she's ready to have a good night if you know what i mean and she's wearing like jackie's like jacket i think and uh but i mean going before that like after the assassination attempt there's an actual attack on him by the gangster by like some of the gangsters goons and uh oh that that fight scene alone was kind of exhilarating because like he's he's like like kicking through glass and shit and uh he's just um flipping around uh defending the bad guys like at one point like selena gets a hold of the gun and like everyone's like paused and she fires and everyone's like oh shit down 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 uh so that was pretty comedy gold there so so when she when they finally arrive um you know uh his girlfriend uh may Jackie's girlfriend May like sees her and he's she has this nice birthday cake and what does she do? Uh it's the classic throws the cake in Jackie's face. It's beautiful. It, it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so much so that like and so what what what's really sad is that Jackie's actually trying to repair this and um she she um May comes back but she, unfortunately she hears Jackie going off on a tirade on like saying nice things and then it just turns into and then it turns into shit talk and then like he gets cake in his face again and he just washed his face and so he tries to go outside to talk to her and he ends up just like accidentally knocking her off her poor off her scooter and she just uh she drives away angrily and it's like oh you poor girl like come on jackie give the girl a break <laughs> Jeez. Well, well not only that but the uh when uh uh when she tries to pull away and and uh, like, he, and then he doesn't let go, and she falls flat on her ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that actually looked painful. Yeah, and actually, it looked. It actually looks like it's uh, Maggie Chung, um, the actress herself, that's actually taking the fall. Because oh man, yeah, yeah that, that didn't look that good. Fucking painful. Yeah, it did. And the uh, god, and the, and the fact that uh. Uh, well, when she also tries pulling away and then like the bike is going out, is going out of control. Like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> they put that so lady then, in hell. 
Yeah, and especially so, and then Jackie goes through more hell. So Selena finds out that the assassination attempt was fake because she finds she at one point she did unmask her attacker and she sees a picture of him in like a police uh, picture. And so she plans this elaborate. She basically butch uh, tampers with a, a recording and basically uses it to record what looks like a uh, fake sex att- sexual encounter. <laughs> And uh, and basically it fails in court, but still like the 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 physical comedy involved is quite great. So like she uses she puts a cactus down on and asks Jackie to sit there and like he's like, oh, ow! <laughs> and he, I forget what he says, but like what's funnier. Oh, by the way. So like when he goes to the when he actually arrives to the courthouse, like what I love is that like he sees like an open bar- parking space. And like this guy's about to park and, and he just like quickly just like smoothly swerves into position. And the and the guy's like, even though the guy's pissed him, he's kind of actually impressed. He's like, fuck you. Actually, that was a pretty good spin. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so so they so they have. So, by the way, uh, the crime, the, the the mob boss's lawyer is a piece of shit and he's basically using everything in in his power to make sure that the uh, testimony is or the trial is completely thrown out of the court. And so when they finally present the case, when they finally present Jackie's uh, tape, obviously it's been tampered by Selena, but, and uh, unfortunately, even though it, I'll be honest, watching stuff for me, watching stuff like this for me is really painful. Cause I'm just, Oh, cause I just feel so bad for the characters. Obviously it's super hilarious, especially when you see even the judge is laughing his ass off at like, cause I, it, cause again, it sounds like a, it, uh, a botched sexual encounter. Um, and <laughs> you can see the look on everyone's faces. Obviously the police inspector is and in, the inspector and the superintendent intendant are disgusted. Jackie is like, no, it's orange juice. No, it was this. It was that. No, I sat on a cactus. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was so painful to watch though. Hilarious, but really painful. I'm like, Oh man, geez. Um, so as a result, Jackie like get he's like kind of kicked out and he has to he's kicked out of his precinct and he's kind of sent to go take he's gonna yeah he's sent to uh, another precinct or another station and uh, it leads to like one of the most entertaining like uh, mundane things where Jackie's like he's the only guy in the police station and he's just taking all those phone calls but I love the way he's taking all those phone calls you want to take it from here oh my god yeah another fucking brilliant comedy set piece where. Uh, where Jackie's left alone in the police station and then all these different phones are just ringing off the hook and Jackie's, his uh, his body language, the timing, like just going, I can't even imagine what going through the, through the choreography for, because like the fights are impressive alone, but I could not even imagine choreographing something like that. And, uh, and again, it feels like something right out of a, uh, uh, something right up like a, a silent comedy. Well, again, you have to remember Jackie again is, you know, a big fan and is heavily influenced by all those like silent film era stars. And so, um, there, I mean, if you watch the, so if you watch at the end of every Jackie movie, there's usually like a gag reel and, uh, Jackie's doing, uh, Jackie's like trying all these attempts. And so you see Jackie, like, throwing like the phones around trying to catch him and like with the pencils and stuff. And he's like just swifting there and there. And he's just, and, and like he messes up. So like the, I, you have to imagine just how many takes it took for Jackie to do this. Oh God. 
Oh, what's, I, what's funnier is that like so what's funnier is that he's he's uh he's taking um he takes he's cooking some ramen right and uh there's no chopsticks so he's like all right i got these two pencils and i write here in my notes like eating ramen with pencils no big deal until you eat the erasers by accident oh god <laughs> oh man i I think I, I mean, I remember like as a kid, like chewing on my erasers. <laughs> I never I did. Even I, even I knew back then not to chew on my erasers. Don't fucking do that. To... It's not, it's not pleasant. <laughs> no, it's not. Also, it's like, it's bad for your mouth. It's bad for your teeth. Like, don't do it, folks. It's like, you don't know how many, you don't know what kind of services those erasers have been on. So that, that's, some, that's some fucked up shit. Um, but I, I, what's what's great is, is again, it, what's great is just all the comedy that goes into this. Um, do you have? I mean, we can definitely talk about which one, which stunt is our favorite, and which action sequence is our favorite. But do you have a favorite comedy sequence in this movie? Oh God, um, phone scene, hundred percent the phone scene. <laughs> I. <laughs> because honestly because the uh because the uh the misunderstanding with the girlfriend was already a really funny setup in itself but it uh but like the phone sequence just really showed off jackie's uh niche for for, for that type of physical comedy and that was that's just a side of a side of him that i never really saw before and it uh i was laughing my ass off during that whole sequence I think that might be my favorite one too, just because of just how you have to, again, you have to imagine just how many takes did it like, did Jackie have to do to perfect that sequence alone? Um, Cause in Hong Kong, like, so, so what I've learned about Hong Kong action movies or just Hong, the way Hong, they do their action movies in Hong Kong. So, so today, if you do an action sequence here in Hollywood, you either pre-visit or it's a previous visualization of how you want the sequence to go, and then you shoot it, and then uh, you show it to your director, and um, their director will like approve it. They'll they'll copy it, and then probably um, most of it will appear on film. The way they do it um, in Hong Kong, there is no previs. Um, also, um, well, there's multiple ways. The previs is not just the only one, but the way Hong Kong does it, or the way they do it in Hong Kong. They basically shoot it on the day. They are very much uh, in the moment kind of filmmakers because it's because it feels fresher. It feels it doesn't feel choreographed. It feels like um, you're actually doing it for real. Like that is that's how much commitment they take. That's why. So when you watch, so you want to talk about one of I'm going to segue into one of Jackie's, in my opinion, probably my all time favorite Jackie Chan movie, Legend of the Drunken Master or Drunken Master 2, as it's called, too, as well. Um, so the ending fight, that took about two months because they literally just went to town on each other, um, and it wasn't really choreographed. I mean, they had an idea of how they wanted the fight to go, but they were basically going at it hard, and they would just, like, they would have to, like, take a time off just so they could recover, and then when they're ready, like, go back to shooting and beating the shit out of each other uh rinse recycle repeat that sort of stuff so again you have to imagine just how many takes all these sequences took especially with the comedy too so uh, kudos to jackie for always keep making sure for being the perfectionist that he is because again he does it all for your entertainment folks 
In case you forgot. In case you forgot. <laughs> so, um, what? So, basically, um, after the the botched uh, trial, obviously. So, Chutao, that's the mob boss that he's gone that they're going after. So, he's basically kind of like. So basically, after the botch, the original first botch thing at the beginning. So Jackie uh, has been made a local star, like the super superintendent has made him like a a superstar uh, cop. And so basically, uh, Chutao's like, I want to make an example of this piece of shit, and he's going to try and discredit him and uh, ruin his career. So he basically sets up like another police inspector on his um, payroll. And so he's he's going to frame Jackie for a murder, but the police inspector does has no idea that he's going to be the one who's going to die. So Jackie is framed for his murder, and it leads to like this really like intense scene in the police station. Um, and it's like one of it's like one of those rare moments where. Um, so, I guess I guess what I would ask you, Jeff, real quickly is like um, overall, obviously Jackie is a phenomenal um, performer in terms of action. Um, I feel that he is a really good actor too, because I, de- I think he comes, definitely comes from the pinking school of opera as well. Um, and you know, he's, he's learned to act. So like, how do you have, have you always felt that Jackie was always a pretty damn good, uh, actor as well? Besides oh, from, yeah. uh, well, cause with, um, uh, I, cause I mean, I always had like a pretty surface level viewpoint on Jackie Chan, but, after you know seeing seeing some of his other work and seeing what true range he actually had, and uh, and actually it was uh, it was uh, the foreigner that uh, really kind of opened my eyes for the first time about uh, uh, you know like showing that other side of him that that I never knew he really had in him, showing that darker persona that I well for one didn't uh, didn't know that he would really be interested in, and two could be really fucking good at uh definitely go see the foreigner that is a good fucking movie um but no honestly he's the dude can do it all (laughs) pretty much and it's it's funny because i think if i'm not mistaken i think that's the first time jackie's real that's like the first real serious role that jackie's taking because most of what i've seen jackie do do it's basically like it's action but it's action comedy i've never really seen him do anything serious like he'll maybe have like a serious dramatic moment here and there in some of his movies but for the most part he's never really done a full serious role um i think that's i think that's changed in, in recent years because jackie's really trying more of an emphasis on pure acting as well as like stunt work and whatnot but um yeah that's like that was like one of the first real roles i saw where jackie was truly just given a real dramatic performance and yeah jackie is jackie's committed like he he's truly i mean not again he is not just a great stunt performer a great martial arts actor um he is a great actor like he is you give him the right script or basically he writes the right role for himself and he knows how he's going to deliver it so um kudos to jackie again he does it all for your entertainment (laughs) uh if you have been playing a drinking game to this this entire time, um, I don't know what the rules are, but uh, hopefully we're not you're not. Paying, we're, not paying for your, we're not paying for your funeral expenses. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, what I wanted to talk about was that scene where Jackie, like, basically, he's been framed for the murder, and so Jackie, um, 
arrives in the police station and he basically he is at his wits end because like um like they know he's not guilty but they have to take him in and jackie's like berating them for like the bureaucracy like first and foremost and so he basically takes a superintendent hostage um that's a pretty fucking intense scene if i'm if i'm pretty honest because and again it really shows the range that jackie is capable of um i don't know how you felt about the scene in general but yeah i felt that scene was like um well i mean probably like the, one of the well i mean this this movie is the definition of a roller coaster because one moment it'll have you on the edge of your seat just blown away by the sheer the sheer spectacle of the fighting and then a few minutes later you're laughing your ass off off the comedy and then <laughs> later on you're actually you're actually really engaged by by what's happening in the story you know especially the point where Jackie's taking the captain hostage like it it just goes through all these different tones and uh and again it was something that i wasn't expecting at all but it it really is a roller coaster and none of it feels out of place it all flows so organically and it again it just shows how fucking talented jackie chan is i i can't i can't praise that guy enough so so after that scene basically jackie uh tells the police captain yeah i'm gonna go find selena and i'm gonna get you that evidence that proves that i'm innocent so um jeff it's time let's talk about that mall sequence oh boy so basically jackie's been uh on stakeout with his girlfriend watching selena selena finally arrives and uh she like steals information off uh the mob bosses um off chu tao's like computer and so basically she is chased around the mall um you've got like uh Chu Tao's two top like henchmen and the rest of his goons, like the rest of the goons chasing him. Obviously, Jackie has a hard time fighting off the two, the two main goons, but like he's easy to breeze through it. But like um, this is this. I mean, like we've seen Jackie like pull off some fight scenes, but this is the fight scene. Like this is this is the true fight scene. Like this is the true set piece of fight scenes, pure fighting for Jackie in this movie. And uh um, this is where glass really like gets broken. This is where Jackie like really like, uh, goes all out. And, um, the actress, like the actresses actually look like they're like in it as well. Like actually like getting thrown through the glass, like at Jackie's you can in like some behind the scenes stuff. You can see Jackie like walking them through it. Um, but yeah, like as Jeff mentioned, that glass is 10, two times pretty, pretty thick. Um, so like no one is like walking away, like all chipper and like happy and dude all they're like, they're all going to be like, Oh fuck. That's how, that's how like, uh, tough, uh, they're going to get hit in this movie. And again, it's all done for your entertainment folks. But again, I apologize for not paying for your funeral expenses, but so, um, yeah, so Jackie, I, I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so yeah, Jackie just like, he, he fights all the goons and like, I like, there's this one move I like where he takes like a coat rack and he basically just uses it, uses the momentum of the coat rack to fight this guy and he kicks him like, he kicks him and uh, this guy just falls on, uh, falls on a set of glass stairs or whatnot. I'm like, oh man, that had a hurt, but I can keep going on this, but like here, what were you going to say? Uh, so. Uh, so I'm looking at some of the trivia about what happened during the jump. 
and oh, we we, we want to go there. Okay. I I, w- I want to go there. So so um just so to be, set just to set this up real quick. So Jackie's basically um the bad guys have gotten the evidence, and then Jackie's like he's gonna take a shortcut, and he sees the wiring, like he sees the lights, and he's like ha ha jumps onto the wiring, and he's sliding down and there are all those lights breaking and like sparking and whatnot. And, um, it is, and not only is it done for real, they show that fucking like action sequence. They show that fucking sequence three times just to make sure, just to really nail into your head. Oh yeah. Jackie did really did this. So, so for, um, for obvious reasons, they only shot that scene once. Yes. And, and, uh, two while performing that Jackie sustained significant damage uh, from burns to his hands. And, I was going to say, yeah. And uh, there were no rehearsals. He didn't have any wires. He is just fucking going for it. And you can just see it in his face how simultaneously hopped on adrenaline, but also the fear in his eyes when he's about to do that jump. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. Insane. because again i because i'm trying to i'm trying to put myself in his shoes like what is going through his mind before making that jump and because not only does he sustain all that uh, all those burns it's the fact that he's falling through glass on the very bottom probably that same glass that's twice as thick over that over the fucking sugar glass mm-hmm. so and it's uh, and there's a reason that they they show it like you were saying from like four different angles. I mean, like it probably could have been edited a little better because it looks like uh, it just looks like he's just repeat. They're just repeating the shot from multiple angles. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like watching it's kind of like watching uh, a fight scene from Walker Texas Ranger, um, where so basically when Chuck Norris when Walker delivers that final finishing roundhouse kick they show that roundhouse kick at least a couple or three times just to really show that yeah chuck is really delivering the knockout kick right there so and i mean like um so i mean it's i mean like the, like the editor side of my brain is just thinking like god if, if they just if they trimmed these angles by a couple of seconds it would have flowed a lot better but at the same time i'm thinking like this is one of the craziest fucking shots I've ever seen in my life. So I can't complain. I really can't. Do you complain. think, do you, I mean, so this is, so you have to remember, this was like Hong Kong in the eighties. Like they've definitely, like there have been some crazy stunts oh, since yeah. then. Do you think, do you think, um, any like guilt, like any like uh production guilds would let that stunt fly at least in Hollywood? Probably not. Maybe in Hong Kong. In Hollywood? But- absolutely not especially nowadays because uh-huh. because I, I know there's uh i know actors have had near-death experiences uh during certain stunts like like brendan fraser was almost hung while fi- while filming the mummy oh really uh, wait was, what stunt was this uh so it was it was during uh his uh his introductory scene where uh where he's uh where he's in prison and he's, he's sentenced to death and so that uh so that scene where he's uh, where he, he's about to be hung. Oh, uh, really? He so actually for, almost he, yeah, he no, almost I, messed I think, it up. I think he, I think something went wrong, and he passed out for uh, for a couple of minutes. Uh, 
Yeah, I know that Brendan Fraser almost fucking died. Oh, it would have been like, oh fuck, we just killed our main actor. Whoops. Hey, uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Cruise, I like to I like to actually get into Tom Cruise a little bit later. Sure. But but uh, going going back to the stunt. So yeah, um, so again, probably wouldn't happen in Hollywood. Do you think? But then again, you probably would. Um, maybe and maybe in like other countries, they might let it go. Because like, have you seen? thailand action movies they go fucking for that shit almost well, yeah and i think it's just because of all the uh you know all the all the screen actors guild laws that we that we have in uh in the industry here mm-hmm. uh i i just don't think because i mean you obviously have you know very uh you know physically active stunt performers i mean just just look at any action sequence in in the john wick movies you know like oh, yeah. that like it's it's very it's very good looking and you know not uh, you know I'm I'm not short sighting any of the achievements done in, in those movies because I fucking love the John Wick movies but uh, at the same time you can you can tell that it it's very well rehearsed and no one's really getting it's hurt. a lot of pre it's a lot of pre visualization for those yeah movies. like a, a lot like of Chad Stahelski is really really making sure that like obviously they're doing the stunt for real but they want to make sure that it's done safely exactly and and i think uh i think that's what kind of separates american action from hong kong is uh is the fact that you know movies like this they're really taking those hits they're really making those falls oh yeah yeah they're 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 not just they're not just like they're not just uh you know doing moves like they're getting like those are full contact hits almost <laughs> like and you holy you feel, shit you you yes, really you do fucking feel it i think that's kind of i think that's kind of a thing that most that most action movies have kind of lost like i feel like hong kong they haven't lost a step but like um in uh well in hollywood a lot of a lot of, you can't really like make some of those hits because again there's there are too many union laws but um in a lot in like let's say any Tony Jaw movie, like when he's making like contact hits, those are full contact hits. Like when he is kneeing someone, like when he is elbowing, he's doing like a proper Muay Thai elbow hit to the head. That's a proper strike to the head. Um, well, you, it is full well, you, contact. He's got he, the the actor might be wearing some sort of like padding or whatnot, but like like Tony Tony Jaw, like he's kind of holding back, but still, that's going to fucking hurt. Well, you also. I mean, like you do have like a couple exceptions, like, uh, like, uh, uh, even though it's like it's not really an action movie. Uh, I think the I think the argument still still stands. Uh, you have individuals like Stallone who, uh, while they were shooting Rocky Balboa, he was really taking those hits in a, a during mm-hmm. the uh, during the the boxing fight. So you definitely have you know you definitely have actors here who are willing to take those physical hits, and you still you still get that impact, but it's one of those things where it's, uh, it just doesn't compare. It really yeah. just does not compare. And it's, uh, and I, I don't know if that's just a, uh, because it's one, because obviously they, they do this, like you said, for our entertainment, but at the same time, it's, uh, 
you really can't imagine unless you're one of these uh, one of these individuals, you know, the amount of prep work and training mm-hmm. and if a stunt goes wrong, uh, you know, the amount of because obviously because I imagine there's been points where stunts have gone very wrong. Oh, and- I, you don't have to. So, like, I think on one of the Resident Evil movies, like this stunt woman lost her arm. Um, I think on Expendables 2. I heard about actual, that, yeah. Stuntman, stuntman did die. Deadpool 2, a stunt, I think either Stuntwoman or Stuntman died, um, like, doing a, doing a stunt. So, like, stunts are not to be taken lightly. Like, they are really great to look at, but you have to remember they're highly dangerous. That's why you have professionals trained to do this. It's not like you can just throw someone, like, um, you can throw, um, like, a classically trained actor um to do this because they're not hey, properly go, meant for this go jump off that building yeah like uh, i don't know how yeah so but um real quick i wanted to uh, let me i just wanted to finish how this movie ends so basically um so after jackie catches up with the mob boss and he takes the he gets the briefcase the police show up and they he uh, Selena pretty much clears his name, but like the lawyer shows him, he's like, I'm going to sue all of you. And Jackie's pretty much at his wit's end. And he just proceeds to beat the shit out of both the lawyer and shoot Tao, the mob boss. And he's held back from the cop. He's held back by the cops and the movie ends. <laughs> like what a way to go. Wonderful. <laughs> what a way to go. Um, and then we, and then the movie ends with like a, another normal sequence of another like sequence of like Jackie's just showing like behind the scenes stuff. And uh, what's great is you hear the police story theme, and it's and Jeff did not know this until uh, before we started recording, but Jackie also sings his own stuff. Um, Jackie sings the theme song for this movie, um, and he also sang. Um, if you ever seen Mulan, uh, he is singing the duck. He is basically doing a dub version of I'll make a man out of you or whatnot. Um, <laughs> that's, that's outstanding. Have, have you seen the music video for that? It's fucking amazing. Remind me to send you the the uh, the link to that on YouTube. It's incredible. Send, send um, that shit through. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, there, there's no denying just how incredibly influential this movie is. I wanted to give you a list of things. So, like, um, so the Shantytown chase sequence so bad boys two did a very similar sequence. Um, I have not seen, seen that single. I have not, not seen, seen a single one. bad boys movie. Really? Um, uh, that's surprising. Um, so Brandon Lee, uh, the late Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee. So in his movie rapid fire, he does a very similar sequence from the mall fight scene where he basically takes a bike or he's, he's driving a motorcycle and he rams this guy through glass uh, with the bike. And, uh, there's a very similar sequence from police story. Um, Jackie Chan's the, the bus, the bus chase, uh, Sly Stallone and Kurt Russell did a similar sequence in Tango and cash. And then, um, the police story theme song has been used for a Hong Kong TV series called police report, um, f- between 1994 and 2004. So that, so that, um, this movie is highly influ- influential and, it really has cemented itself as one of Jackie's like best movies. And I, I fully believe in that statement. You're not wrong. <laughs> so Jeff, do you have any, uh, final, do you have any real final thoughts on uh, police story? 
Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to watch some more Jackie Chan movies. If you are going to watch some more Jackie Chan movies, I definitely recommend watching Legend of the Drunken Master because that is like one of his best all-time martial arts movies. If you want pure martial arts from Jackie Chan, watch that movie because it is it is considered one of the it's like one of the best pure martial arts films ever made and that ending fight sequence alone is um like considered one of the best also i i recommend watching a movie called meals on wheels the fight he has with benny yurkitas um benny the jet yurkitas was a is a well-known former retired kickboxing champion and he also did a lot of fight choreography and he's done some stunt work uh if you want an example of what some of his stunt work is just watch a little Patrick Swayze movie called Roadhouse. He choreographed the fight for that movie. Um, I, I still and, need to see Roadhouse. Okay, we are definitely doing Roadhouse. <laughs> I am going to make you a believer, and you're going to believe that uh, you're going to think that Patrick Swayze was taller. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, serious. Um, but yeah, press, uh, seriously, Swayze. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Um, so yeah, Jeff. Do you, uh, in all seriousness, do you have any real final thoughts on Police Story? I would say that this is uh, hmm. I don't know if I don't know if the I don't know if saying it's one of the most surprising movies I've seen in a while. I think just because of how taken aback I was because I did not expect all those different uh, genre blending elements to it. And I think that, uh, you know, because, you know, I was always an outsider, always had an outsider's perspective on Jackie Chan's work and had a basic understanding of, you know, of his achievements. But actually sitting down and watching one of them from beginning to end really makes you appreciate everything that this guy has done. And yeah, this this movie is in fucking incredible, and I I cannot wait to watch Police Story two. Um, I don't know where I can where you can watch Police Story two, but um, yeah, I would say at least the first three because there are there have been multiple Police Story movies, um, but I would say maybe the first three are really the connected ones, um, and that's I think that's about it at least in terms of um how the movies are connected, but. Um, how many are for there? There is a okay. So there's Police Story Two. I'm looking at the list. So there's Police Story Two, Police Story Three. Um, actually stars Michelle Yeoh. Um, and then Police Story. 4. Actually, you might have seen Police Story Four. It's also known as Jackie Chan's First Strike. Um, it takes place. In, it's like one of the movies where he goes to Australia and uh, he's dealing with like CIA shit or whatnot. Um, and, he, and then. He, He's still playing the the same character throughout all these movies, right? Theoretically speaking, but like they're all kind of loosely connected. So once you get to New Police Story, as it's called, which was made in 2004, that's considered a full reboot. And then when you get to Police Story 2013, which is also known as Police Story Lockdown here in America, uh, that's considered another reboot, and it's not it's not connected. But um, they're all they're they also they all star similar like characters that i mean like jackie's pretty much playing almost similar characters in all those movies um especially i I would say in new police stories i think new police story and police story 2013 are the two that are far more serious than the others uh because the other movies are definitely more of a blend of jackie's true style of like comedy and action and drama 
So um, new police story is a little bit more dramatic action. It's like more serious in its tone. Um, but um, I, I haven't seen them. I, I've heard they're pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm not too positive, but yeah, I would. Um, I do recommend checking them out if you can. Um, but yeah, I should. I definitely will probably be checking this out. But again, um, in terms of the two Jackie Chan movies I have recommended, please check out uh, Mules on Wheels and The Legend of Drunken Master, like two of the epics, um, especially that ending fight scene in Mules on Wheels with Jackie and Benny Urquidez. That fight scene is considered like one of the best fight scenes ever put on celluloid. Uh, editors note that movie is actually called Wheels on Meals, not Meals on Wheels. Just wanted to leave that little editorial there. All right, back to the program. Um, uh, Jeff, all I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you a YouTube link to that fight and then come back to me and tell me what you think. Alrighty. Let's put it that way. But I will, I mentioned Tom Cruise because I would almost say that Tom Cruise is probably the next, is probably America's answer to Jackie Chan because he's really committed to doing all of his own stunts. I mean, I, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, no matter what you think of him as a person, I think it's impossible to at least by not, Scientology, at least not <laughs> admire the amount of work and effort that he puts into into those stunts for our entertainment. Um, but it's no, but it's true though. I mean, like he, um, you want to talk about like one of his biggest injuries? Look at Fallout, Mission Impossible Fallout, where he breaks his ankle making that <laughs> they jump. Kept, they kept that shot in the movie, and they kept the shot in. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh just be just be sure if you're working on a movie make sure you don't fuck everything up if you're working during a pandemic otherwise he's gonna be like you fucking mess up and you're done it's gonna be like bail levels of uh of anger <laughs> what the fuck are you doing no no actually i wouldn't no, be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if someone has made like a like an a video of like taking the two audios and like just like it's just Christian Bale and Tom Cruise yelling at each other. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. God, that'd be amazing. I'm, but I mean, mixed in, mixed in with Bill O'Reilly's like, we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> How sad is it that the Christian Bale freak out is, is the most memorable, memorable thing about Terminator salvation. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> and it's written by Paul Haggis, who also helped create Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Wow, what a guy! And he wrote, and he also created Crash, so or directed Crash. But, um, but yeah, that's gonna do it, everybody, for this installment of Two Nerds Keys in a Podcast. Be sure to follow the show at Instagram at Tnapcast. That's T N A A P C A S T. Uh, be sure to follow the show on uh, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave likes and comments and subscribe. Uh, comments and subscribe or leave comments and likes helps us out. Uh, if you like listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, leave a review because it will definitely help out with the algorithm. And of course, if you're at Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to that as well. But in the meantime, that's going to do it for this episode of Two Nerdskis and a Podcast. So until I'm hanging off the roof of a uh, bus, this is Eric. This is Jeff. And uh, probably don't perform these stunts. Make sure you're professional. Uh, other than that, stay shiny, everybody. Have a good one. Next.